how is life in uh, UK? Um, it's, yeah, it's all right. It's a bit cold now, a bit dark and cold, but uh, I guess you can see the Christmas decorations, can't you? So it's a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's winter pretty much. But yeah, what about what about there? How is it there for you? Uh, we already had, I think, three or four snowfall. Oh, right. Yeah, so it's uh, full on. <laughs> now it's for the next, I guess, a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you uh, practice Wim Hof breathing, but uh, this is the perfect time to do it. <laughs> yeah, in the cold. I'm not very good with the cold. I tried it um, a while ago. Um, Sebastian and, and Sarah um, added it for the, the teacher training we had to do to like, like yeah. recommended us to do it. And I just can't handle the cold yet. I need to get, I need to get better at it. <laughs> you need to get better at it. And I have to say that I hated winter and it's Wim Hof and my dog who made me love winter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. All right. So let's get started. We have a couple of people already coming live and uh, this will be also posted on my YouTube channel. If you wish also to, Post the recording later on. I'll give you the link so that everybody who is not able to attend at this time can um, join us at another time when it's more convenient for them. So welcome. Hi, friends. Hi, everyone. Hi, BJJ Yoga community and all the communities out there who are curious about yoga for BJJ and Adam Ellis, our guest today. Uh, my name is, is Florence Sophia. I am your host today, and I'm a self-mastery coach, uh, Reiki healer, and I'm also a certified yoga instructor, very passionate about jiu-jitsu, the sport, the art I've been practicing for the last five years, and I'm super excited to introduce you to our guest today, Adam Ellis. And I'll start by sharing your biography first, for those of you who don't know, and then we'll get into the questions, okay? So Adam Ellis has been practicing yoga for over five years, and through his work at Yoga for BJJ, he completing uh, two kinds of training, so the 200 hours registered yoga teacher training and also the level one yoga for BJJ instructor training course. Love to know more about that one. <laughs> What's yeah. the difference and what you've learned? Um, he also, um, as a passionate of yoga, but also passionate of jiu-jitsu, he's been a black belt for the last two years and training for 10 years, which is amazing. And over that time, he has competed on Grapple Fest, Polaris qualifiers, and last year you earned the title of British and English Open Champion at Adult Black Belt. That's amazing. Congratulations on that. Thank you. And uh, you were the UK BGJA number one ranked Adult Black Belt male of 2019. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> Not something you could have done in 2020, but maybe a goal of yours for 2021. Right? Yeah, I know. Hopefully we can all get back to it. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> very good. Oh, thank you for having me, though. It's really cool to be here. It's really nice to be here. So, thank yeah. you for, for joining us and in the community. I'm sure we'll appreciate uh, to hear all the great stuff you have to share with us today. And for those of, of, of you guys who don't know about Yoga for BJJ, the actual brand, um, it is a pioneering platform used by thousands of BJJ practitioners, and, and I, I'm sure that goes beyond that, athletes, I will say as well, which advocates yoga and its benefit for grapplers by displaying a series of programs specifically designed to help these practitioners. And I know the, the brand has evolved quite a bit, um, especially through the pandemic, so maybe you can um, 
tell us a little bit more about the brand uh, in a bit. But I'm curious to know what have you been doing for the last few months during the lockdown period? Um, yeah, so it's been, I've tried to obviously use use the time wisely, uh, I guess. So I've been streaming on, uh, on the website and on the app quite a bit. Um, which has been really fun doing like weekly streams and things like that. Um, we've been trying to get more content on the website, which has been cool. Yeah. Um, and then we've done a couple of the yoga teacher courses as well, mm-hmm. which is cool. So uh, we've got loads so of this new- So this is new, right? The, the teacher uh, program that has uh, been launched, I think the last few months, am I correct? Yeah, that's gone. So we did, um, there was one in 2019 in, um, where was that, in London, and there's one in Mexico as well. Um, but then obviously with everything that happened, we had to move it online. So uh, it's brand new online and it's, it's a better curriculum online, to be honest. And it's, it's really fun because we can, we, can we can get people to get the, I guess, learning the classes and the structure and things on, in their own time with mm-hmm. the online curriculum. And then we get in a Zoom session with everyone and then we work on like teaching skills and, and learning things like that. So um, that's the benefit we found there. Whereas before people would show up and learn everything uh, now they can kind of learn it in their own speed uh, and practice at home before the course. So that's gone really well, actually. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's been fun. Um, what else have I done? Um, I've been to Fight Island uh, in Abu Dhabi for with UFC uh, a couple of times as well. So that's been that's been really fun. Uh, to I guess a lot of us can't travel at the moment, so I've been really lucky that I've been able to get over there, which has been cool. So um, how are the the people over there uh, welcoming you, and and what type of of questions or things do they have to to uh, to share with you or ask you yeah um oh it's, it's it's lovely over there like everyone's so nice like we, we're in like a, a sort of safe bubble like a safe zone uh, obviously with everything going on we have to be tested and stuff so uh everyone over there is basically within the sort of fighting community so uh it's good fun training with different people i was yeah. putting last time we were there i was putting yoga classes on for some of the guys that have been training for years and they're just broken and have never tried yoga. So wow. it's really, yeah, it's really fun to like introduce it to them. And uh, the classes got busier and busier towards the end, which is good. So <laughs> some of them kept it up, which is really cool. So yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I will go to get more into the yoga for, for a minute. I'll hold my, I'll, I will hold my thoughts there, but how did your journey take you to be more than jujitsu? Um, so, I guess just just from training and and looking for other ways to better myself and things like that, I guess, from jujitsu, it kind of, it it takes you other routes, doesn't it? You think, oh, how can I get better this way? You know, go to the gym, lift, or try, I guess, improve your flexibility and things like that. And then I guess just finding yoga for BJJ and um, Sebastian taking me on board last year. Um, From working with Sebastian and Sarah, I've, I've been able to get, more involved with it all and it's been it's been awesome so uh yeah just massive opportunities from from sebastian really which has been really good mm-hmm. and how did you meet sebastian is it for training um so i'm i first met him yeah yeah he came to my old well the old academy i used to train at um for a seminar years mm-hmm. ago and um i was i'd been training a little while like yoga for bjj um but not that consistently and the seminar was just so good like um he, he rolled with everyone at the end which is not normally what happens at a jiu-jitsu seminar is it um usually kind of whoever's teaching the seminar like they don't want to roll with everyone because they'll they'll take forever but sebastian just got involved um and i was injured at the time and he he taught me through the injury and gave me the time mm-hmm. um, and i just got more on board with it there and uh yeah just 
I guess over time, just meeting him a couple more times, and then, and then yeah, just started working for him, which was which is awesome. Amazing. Um, yeah, it's been really good. So you've met probably you know uh, people from all uh, walks of life through the jujitsu and, and the yoga. Mm -hmm. What what does that represent to you, and and what what has been the biggest learning? Um, so I think I think that the the biggest learning curve for that for me is like people that are passionate about something um, that they're, they're going to try and improve in that um, no matter what it is that they're passionate about if if they care enough about it they're they're going to be willing to put the time in and try new things which is which I think is why yoga for BJJ and yoga in general is getting more popular because people are seeing the benefits uh, not just the physical side of it a lot of the mental side of things and, and everything else and the breath work and everything mm -hmm. people are slowly beginning to learn um, how beneficial it is and, and see the results in others so I think yeah just just meeting other people as you do as you travel and things you learn that yeah if people are care enough about something they'll do anything to keep doing it um, so that's been been really exciting yeah very nice, and um, as you know, of course, uh, as I mentioned in your in your biography, a British and English Open champion, an athlete, and and yoga practitioner. What has been your biggest growth accelerator? Sure, um, I think have, having good people around you, um, mm -hmm. not just at training, like having friends and family that understand uh, your goals and your training and and what you want. Um, that's that's massive because those people around you support you and they want you to do well and obviously again if we look at training partners they all want to help you and there's so many guys that I train with that are like you know they'll work all day hard and then if I've got a competition coming up they'll come down just to train with me and, and beat me up and think you know and it's great. <laughs> so um, yeah I think having good people around me and, and that will educate me and help me improve I think mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's funny because for people who don't train jiu-jitsu, it's hard to believe, you know, that the best friends are the ones that beat you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We each other unconscious constantly, but uh, then we're all laughing and joking afterwards. Yeah, it's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. And how has your, your jiu-jitsu journey been? Like moving from white belt to, you know, now black belt and finding yourself as a white belt yoga practitioner and now you know moving into the black belt yoga master how how can you compare both or, or relate one to another and and how did you know what, what were the perhaps the most uh, memorable times of 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 your your career so far mm -hmm. yeah so i think i think starting jujitsu is it's so weird, isn't it? You know, all the movements, everything you do is just so alien. And the the first warm up, you just don't have a clue, do you? And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you think what is what is going on? There's so many hip movements and crazy, you know, things you learn in your first week or so with jujitsu. Um, and and it's a bit similar with yoga. You just feel like you're thrown in at the deep end. Even if like a beginner class, you you still feel like a little overwhelmed, don't you? Because it's there's so much to learn. So it's just the away. technical worlds understand why what is downward dog like i remember i used to hate downward dog my yeah. my blood would rush from my head and and i would be like so uncomfortable and i remember my teacher saying don't worry it will get better and you're like okay when will it get better <laughs> and it. eventually it does actually right yeah yeah eventually uh yeah consistency 
and just you just get better don't you and like I guess similar thing with with jiu-jitsu you know you, you practice your first arm bar and you don't have a clue what you're doing do you but then your 10th arm bar or your 100th arm bar it starts to get better and, and you pick up more and more little tiny details each class like the coach might say like one fine detail um in in your third or fourth time repping an armbar out and you'll be like oh sweet and, you, and you'll keep that and then it's similar with a yoga class like um i imagine you know when you're teaching you, you cue things don't you and and people remember those cues or you remember a cue that your teacher said and you're and and that completely changes like down dog for you or, or whatever pose doesn't it so right. it's they're, they're very similar like learning like with learning curves aren't they because you just you pick up so many finer details that you couldn't just spend you couldn't spend like two hours on down dog could you it'd just be too no. much so I think they're very similar that way, uh, which is, which is interesting. Yeah. Excellent. And the kind of body awareness, isn't it? It's, it's a very similar um, progression for both. Mm -hmm. It's nice that you're picking up on, on those um, similarities. And, you know, I, I would say people who start yoga or start jujitsu, it's it's difficult at, at the the beginning. Or I would I would say is it, it is challenging to enjoy this, the the sport early on and say why you know where's the benefits you don't seem to see it and then suddenly something happens and you become addicted <laughs> yeah, yeah. and for yoga i think this and 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 for jiu-jitsu would be the other way around these that um you know that idea that that yoga is for girls or jiu-jitsu is for men and how do you shift that mentality how you know when when you meet with with people or, or through your teaching like how do you think the you know mentality should evolve to make that that shift happen sure yeah yeah so i mean for me again most of the people that i'm trying to get to try the yoga or jiu-jitsu guys so yeah I, I see what you mean but it's like i think the best thing about it is jujitsu people, if, if you can show them why something's going to improve their jujitsu, they're willing to give it a go. So we've got that luckily where we can say, look, you know, if you stretch your hamstrings, it's going to improve uh, your guard retention. Or, you know, if you strength, you know, do a pose that strengthens your shoulder stability, it might make you harder to sweep. You know, you might base better and things like that. So I think showing people what is going to improve in their jujitsu game if they do yoga and, and the similarities kind of spelling out the similarities to them really help people want to get involved. And I guess once you've just given them that experience, it's so hard to mimic and like tell them about, isn't it? You just need to get them on the mat and then you know, they're going to be, they're going to love it. Um, but what is an example <laughs> of, of like a, a moment where you, you showed or explain a yoga pose to, you know, similarity with jujitsu and you saw like the, big eyes open like a you know a kid opening a christmas gift what what was that wow moment or aha moment that you may have experienced you could share sure so i think for, for me it always uh, i always think back to when i first so when i first did the um yoga for bjj uh, teacher course i then started doing because i teach a nogi class um at the academy i train at um and I started adding the warm up to, into that instead of like the normal, you know, running around like star jumps and all that warm up. I started doing a um, yoga warm up. Mm -hmm. and after the first or second one, one of our um, one of our instructors to one of our affiliate gyms, Brian, he he got up afterwards and he was like, "Oh, that was awesome! Like I feel great." And and that that always um, for some reason I always think of that because I was like, "Wow, I've passed that feeling on to someone else." 
um, mm-hmm. so that that was that was really good um, just just to see someone else like buzzing and feeling good afterwards um, or one of our guys um, we were doing one of the other classes and he said how sore he felt after not doing the yoga warm-up from the mm-hmm. no class and I was like oh wicked people are enjoying it because yeah. uh, it's, it's nice that people out of that class are mentioning it so I think if you show it to enough people and they they do it properly um, and listen and you can deliver it in a clear way I think they'll get on board and they'll enjoy it so yeah that's what I find with that so you said earlier and and I also had that experience myself you start with yoga and you try it a few times and then you just you know forget you get busy and then you you go back to it because you know it has benefits and but you know you haven't had you haven't have um, added to your kind of regular routine. How? What happened? What was you know the the catalyst for you to bring yoga as a regular practice to any uh, you know sports that you're doing in, in the jiu-jitsu? Like what what has um, helped you to to keep up with the yoga on a regular basis? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I think strangely when you when you don't do it you feel why you should do it don't you it's almost like if you haven't done yoga for a few days like life's just it happens doesn't it life gets in the way you're busy or you forget or whatever so if you haven't done like the physical practice of yoga for a few days and you wake up you're like oh my back (laughs) (laughs) your shoulders are sore or whatever so i find not doing it is just a bit of a reminder to me now to like right just get on your mat for 10 minutes or just get in a stretch and just you know get your hips moving or, or something like that and and I think before having the consistency, you, you obviously don't know that yet. So you just need to get a little bit of consistent practice, a few sessions a week for a couple of weeks. Um, and things start things start to work. You start to improve a little. Uh, like, like, I guess, again, jiu-jitsu, you know, if you, if you attend a few classes for a few weeks, you might start catching a few people. You might start getting your favorite submission or whatever. But then if you, if again, life gets in the way and you can't do it for a few weeks, you then see, oh, great, I'm getting caught, nothing's mm-hmm. working. So it, it definitely carries over, doesn't it? So yeah. I think yeah, if you if you lose the consistency, your body kind of reminds you when you wake up and you're like a bit crooked. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know, do, you, do you find the same if your kind of consistency drops? You, you tend yeah. to do that? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do. And then, you know, you, you are kind of blaming yourself for not having the time. So then you think, okay, maybe I should take some supplements and some magnesium. It's going to release the pain or take a cold shower. But there's nothing like, uh, you know, stretching your, your body. That's true. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's good. So for someone who isn't familiar with, with jiu-jitsu and, and um, the, the benefits of yoga and how they both work, can you talk about more example of how you know, those two actually are a puzzle that really fits in pretty good. Sure. Uh, yeah. So, like, I guess it's they're they're both so similar because, again, like I said earlier, they're both they're both so alien when you begin uh, either one. It's just you feel like you have no coordination at first, um, and but the body awareness you get eventually um, is is so useful, so beneficial. And I guess just the feeling it gives as well, like, you know, someone could, when you first go to like a yoga class or first start watching yoga videos, they say, you know, right, right leg, step your right leg on the inside, you know, in between your hands or whatever. And you're like, 
right, uh, left, like, it's awkward, <laughs> isn't it? Um, right. And, and eventually you, you pick up that body awareness, you, you kind of, um, I guess, learn that coordination. And it's a similar thing with yoga and jiu-jitsu, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. They might say, turn your hips to the left in jiu-jitsu, and you're, at first, you're like, which way do I go? But you just, you slowly learn, um, and you slowly pick it up, and it just feels so great after a class when you, you know, had a good session with your friends you sat sat on the mat um it's, it's a similar thing isn't it it's a bit of community as well um whether it's you know with our online stuff we've we've got a community we've got we've got people all talking we have people commenting on the videos uh, instagram and things like that it's anything like that creates a bit of community as well so mm-hmm. there's definitely both aspects of that in yoga and jiu-jitsu so people that are looking for that can definitely find that in in either of them so it's about really being patient and enjoying the journey as opposed to, um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people through media or, or, you know, the way that society teaches that, you know, we have to accomplish goals and, and always do more and always people want more. And they just look at, you know, the end goal, which might be, you know, when you look at someone who does yoga and is doing a headstand or someone who does jujitsu and, and, you know, uh, do a flying armbar and you're like, Oh my God, I'll never get there. So not looking at the end point, but really enjoying the, from the beginning, that journey, that development where you see the improvement, not just understanding the jargon, the, you know, the, the, the technical aspect of it, but really let your body flow through that momentum and see the benefits. Right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and and enjoying the process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I completely agree. There, you've got to, I guess, look ahead, look far ahead, but you've got to, you've got to look at all the steps it takes to get to that end goal, haven't you? So, mm-hmm. yeah. So same with like like you said, doing a headstand. That's that could be someone's goal, but there's so many things you need to do to get kind of um, on point and get stability in and things before you go for something like that. Yeah. And do you add every day? <laughs> do you abs every day uh, yeah yeah basically yeah. good for <laughs> I, I think uh, a lot of people um and, and i and and i will say that's another reason why men will think you know yoga is for girls because they don't see how much um strength you require and how much your body becomes stronger you know because you involve so many muscles not just the core and the abs but you know the shoulders all the different upper lower back muscles and 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 legs and that's where i would say men start seeing the benefits more and more right yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. and and as those things strengthen they it's not just going to help you with your yoga practice either is it as you know it's you know you you feel less broken if you sit down for too long or if you sit in the car for too long and you get up if you you've been practicing yoga you're a bit you've got everything a bit more bit stronger a bit more stable and you just put together better aren't you after after you've been practicing for a while so again it's hard to recreate that for people that haven't done it yet mm-hmm. um, which is why we just need to get people on the mats and, and try it <laughs> would you say that your self-esteem or confidence has grew more thanks to jiu-jitsu or thanks to yoga um i i don't know i think maybe thanks to jiu-jitsu but maybe my jiu-jitsu wouldn't have progressed if my yoga hadn't. So yes. I guess it's, they, they both flow together. Very so, nice. Yeah, I think so. So when people do yoga, they spend, you know, this 
a long period of time where you're on the mat and of course you're there alone it's not a team sport it's it's um you know an inner sport <laughs> where you turn inward and when you go inward then suddenly your mind just you know um becomes more i would say um predominant where you are like um more aware of your thoughts and everything what's going on and a lot of times we hear or see um you know pictures or 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 different um posts about yoga where people are in the pose but they are in a complete different world thinking about the grocery thinking about oh my god this is so hard why am i here <laughs> and especially for example for uh, yoga type which is like the big crime which is really hot room and and you just think of dying pretty much how do you prevent prevent that like do you have any advice or technique that you used or maybe still using especially when you started um practicing yoga to prevent your you know ego your mind to self-sabotage and not you know uh want you to come back because it's so challenging at first yeah sure so i i think i think for me focusing on focusing on breath uh focusing on like say say you're doing uh if, if it's online maybe you've clicked on like a hamstring video or a video that works up to a pose i always think of you know remind myself of my intention for that for that practice mm -hmm. or um what why i'm on the mat that day and and kind of come back to that i guess if it's hard you'll probably think ow this is hard um, and and just remind yourself you'll get there um and you're getting there because you're doing it if, if you think oh, i can't do this this is hard i'm sore my legs hurt you know or my my triceps are giving it something like that then you don't want to think that way you just want to think breathe and find some some I guess awareness and, and kind of stillness in the pose if it's a tough pose or, or in the flow if it's the flow and just just go with that um, mm -hmm. I think we're, we're very good at telling ourselves we can't do it and we need to tell ourselves we can do it more and, and why we're doing it as well I love that so intention and uh, awareness yeah yeah definitely yeah, yeah. Mm. very good yeah. and how do you decode uh, the body that you want and the body that you deserve Sure. Uh, so I guess we, we've all, we all want a certain type of body, don't we? Um, mm -hmm. I think, you know, lifestyle and enjoyment come into it massively. So I think hard work and consistency in things, that's, that will get you where you want to be eventually. Uh, but I think with that, you know, if you look at social media these days, we, we have this false representation of how we should all be and how we should all look. Uh, right. I think if you're improving yourself every day and working on yourself, then you should be happy with that and where you're heading. Um, and and I guess yeah, we we all what we want and what we deserve isn't always the same thing, but we should appreciate what we have. I think. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. good. And so you touched on the breath, uh, how mm -hmm. important it is. Can you talk about more about the coordination of of the breath? and um, not just with yoga, but also with, with jiu-jitsu. Sure, yeah. Um, so I think, I think if you, say, say if you're in a tough pose and, you, and you're straining your breath, you're, you know, that you might get out of that pose, but you might get further along the class or the flow you're doing, and you'll feel it, uh, and you'll, you'll gas, and you'll, you'll be really suffering, you know, which is fine. You can just go to child's pose and, or, or a restful pose and just relax and catch up later. 
Whereas if you work on your breath and you're mindful of that and really thinking about it, um, it might keep you going. And especially again, like we were saying, in your own head, you're going to feel you're going to feel better, um, and your yoga is going to feel better as well. It's just like in in jujitsu. If, if you're going to sweep someone and you try with everything, you hold your breath and you really you know try and sweep them, you might get that sweep, but guaranteed once you've got that sweep you've got nothing left and that that round's probably going to be over soon because you're gassed and you might get caught whereas if you if you breathe and go with the roll um and go with the technique then you'll probably last longer so i think breath works massive for for yoga and jiu-jitsu um why would you say though when uh, you know when i when i think about my um jiu-jitsu journey the the education about breath is very minimal. Um, you know, we hear Hicks talking about the invisible jiu-jitsu and he puts a lot of um, attention onto the breath and how that helped him in meditation. But we don't hear that quite a lot. You know, even seminars are not really around the breath. The, it, it's usually something that's touched on very last. And, and what would you say that is? And, and how can we... Uh, encourage more people to 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 share that knowledge sure yeah i think i think i guess just just educating more and more people i mean as you said we don't really hear about it much the only time i ever really hear about my breath in jiu-jitsu is if i'm competing and yeah. i'm breathing heavily my corner was going <laughs> breathe, breathe, <laughs> <laughs> a bit late for that then for me yeah. Um, so i think yeah we, we definitely need to focus on it more and i think if we if we get more people involved with I think they'll be more aware of it because mm-hmm. it's not something it's not something you can see is it if, if I if, if you and me worked on our, our forward fold for a month we'd be inverting at training we'd be like folding forwards defending leg attacks quicker and things like that and we'd just look better when people were trying to stack pass or whatever wouldn't we mm-hmm. and people would see that and they go wow they've been doing yoga they've been working on their forward fold I'm going to do that but you can't see someone like breathing can you you only see when they run out of breath so mm-hmm. I guess if someone's just got really good cardio and they cardio and they just keep going, um, I think you, you don't really appreciate it as much as seeing something like a forward fold, do you? So I think that's why there's no real awareness to it because you can't mm-hmm. can't really see it. So yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and how have uh, you developed your own practice of of breathing through the learnings and and the teachings? Um, so I think through like vinyasa flows and things like that, I found at first I, I couldn't get my breath on with learning everything like physically. Mm-hmm. It definitely took me a while, but I feel like as that progresses into your practice, your practice improves because when you breathe and you flow properly, it just, it all feels great. Um, and, and it just it improves, it feels like it improves your movement and everything, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And, and that will carry over to your jiu-jitsu and you, you remember to breathe in those tough times because you've yeah. been breathing in those tough times in yoga. So yeah. I think that's definitely something where you're being bullied in jiu-jitsu and you're used to it from bullying yourself in yoga. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're, you're like, you're I'm, good here, I'm good here, I can breathe. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. and for those of, of uh, the viewers and followers who don't know about vinyasa, vinyasa is a style where the yoga is very fast. So it's one breath and then one movement. That's why you need to coordinate the breath. Otherwise, you won't be able to move without that coordination. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Very good. So yoga helps become aware of your physical and, and emotional limitation. Um, how do you know if a student is actually pushing themselves hard enough during a practice, whether it's it's yoga or I would say whether it's jujitsu? Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Yeah. I think I think there's we've got there's two types of students, isn't there? Really, you've got the like hobbyists that that are fine learning a, a little slower um, and they go maybe once, twice a week, a little less often. And you've got the really extreme people like, I guess, for yoga, the people that want to progress quickly. Um, and then for jujitsu, you've got the competitors, haven't you? And I think you've got a tailor for everyone unless it's um, hard, like for jujitsu or competition class or if it's yoga, you know, advanced class and things. That mm -hmm. that's different. But if, you, if it's like a general class, I think you've got to teach for all of that so that the the person that wants a bit more of a relaxed session can, can find that but then the person that wants to you know uh, the mma fighter that she has to go 100 percent every everything she does you know mm -hmm. on everything um, and go for it so that they can have that session as well so i think you need balance in your teaching mm -hmm. uh, so that people have the option and they know it's there but the more relaxed people can take that path as well so i think it's, it's quite a hard thing to do isn't it i guess if you've got competition classes then you push yeah. everyone um, right. but yeah I think it's just just knowing in your teaching that some people can flow and some people can push that extra bit mm -hmm. mm. and then also understanding where you are at with your body right because some days you'll have more energy some days you won't so finding that edge where you want to push yourself but you don't want to hurt yourself <laughs> yeah yeah definitely and it's not uh, Accept that, I think, because it makes it a bit more relatable, doesn't it? If you say, oh, you can go here if you want, you can do this. I, I'm good here, but you can keep going. You know, I guess to give people the option to do something uh, safely and tell them how to. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, realizing your, your, um, where you are in that day. So, yeah. And so talk to us about yoga for BGJ. Where, where is the brand headed in the future? Uh, do you have any, anything you can share with us? Uh, or where, what's your vision? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we've, as I said earlier, we're, we're streaming more. So we'll keep that going. Uh, that's really fun. Me and Sarah have been streaming uh, as often as we can, which has been really good. Um, Sarah's just released a program. She's just released the 10 for 30, which is like a new beginner program mm -hmm. that came out, I think, yesterday um, or the day before. And that's basically, it's like a 30-day progressive thing. Um, it's just 10 minutes a day just so people can feel how good it feels. Nice. So that, yeah, that's just come out. And then we've got more programs coming soon. Um, and when everything's back to normal, we'll be doing more um, teacher trainings, but in person. And in um, 2022, there'll be a teacher training in Mexico, and we're trying to get um, Yoga Alliance certified so we can do 200 hour, uh, a 200 hour course there as well. So hopefully we can get that done, and uh, Sebastian and Stina can take us through a take everyone for a 200 hour course. That'd be so cool in uh, in Mexico. Very nice. Well, Canadians love Mexico, so <laughs> to all the Canadians listening. You know, I'm sure this will be a great trip to attend. Yeah, <laughs> so keep yeah. uh, keep us uh, in the loop when that uh, takes place. Definitely, definitely, yeah. All right, so let me change the subject up on you and let's move into mindset. Uh, so being mindful and, and present is, is a way of life. You touched on intuition in, in and the breath. How do, you, uh, how do people with busy minds get there? Because it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to be able to do it. 
Sure. Uh, yeah. So I think, I mean, people with busy minds, um, uh, yeah, it is hard to slow down, isn't it? And be aware of what's going on, your surroundings and, and be mindful. I guess focusing on what you want works for me. So I've got quite a busy mind and a very short attention span. So I think focusing, <laughs> <laughs> very short. focusing on what I want, um, what I need to do to get there and what I'm doing to get there. So why am I doing what I'm doing? Uh, how am I doing it? And and I think I think that works for me because otherwise you're not heading towards what you want. So if you, if you're doing you know everything you do in your day, just think about how you're doing it, what you're doing, and take your time a little more and appreciate it more. Um, and you can find a link to getting closer to what you want. I think that that works for me. Um, so just yeah, be, being aware of the present and what's going on around you. Very good. And so for on the other side of the spectrum, uh, people who have a high drive, you know, those MMA fighter kind of mentality, high competitors, um, how do they align their body to, to the success that they want? Sure, sure. So I think to, to kind of align their body, they need to look up, I guess they could look at themselves and what they need to do to improve because um, it's, it's all very well and good looking at the top-level athletes and, and learning from them, um, and you can kind of aspire to be there, but you need to look at what you need to do. So mm-hmm. um, that might work for them, but you need, you need to improve yourself. Um, and if you, if you go, right, next week I'm going to train twice a day every day, I'm going to do yoga in the morning, yoga in the evening, I'm going to do this, and you try and change too much at once, it won't work. You need to... Mm-hmm. Just slowly improve yourself, just yes. a little bit better every day, and that—that that I think is the way to improve. But I think when we start competing with other people too often, um, then then it you're looking out, and I guess you need to improve yourself, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I love what you're saying, and it, it really resonates well with me because I've I found uh, that uh, people tend to compare themselves a lot, and I have done it and and i'm pretty sure i will still do it <laughs> in the future but if i can catch myself and, and remind myself stop comparing yourself because every individual is so unique and has you know different cap- capacities um so being able to shift that to your goals and you know being happy where you are and where you are going without looking too much at what somebody else does is is um key to success yeah yeah I, I completely agree yeah so when you are down or need motivation who do you look for or who is your inspiration or role model that you look at to what to, to motivate myself mm-hmm. um I, I don't i mean I, I look for motivation in everything really um as i said i'm always trying to lean towards what i want so I might get motivated from Instagram or, or something yeah. like that, something small. Um, just because I guess if you follow a, a few negative things or toxic things online, then you might think that way. But if you follow successful things or um, things you're interested in, then naturally that's going to motivate you. And then everything around you should motivate you because mm-hmm. you're surrounding yourself in, I guess, like the positivity. Um, so I, I guess I don't really like search for it. I just try and have it around me almost. Um, and, and yeah, so anything I do, I try and find motivation in. Really, I mean, I, I could go, yeah. I could go to the gym and see someone I don't even know doing something cool, or 
like really pushing it and that'll motivate me like oh, I, sh I should do that you know like why aren't i doing that things, things like that um that motivates me so yeah and that's how i felt when i saw you post this morning on your instagram and for everybody who wants to follow adam his instagram uh, channel is at adam ellis bjj and i love the picture and you know i i think that's also the, the glass overflowing when you look for positivity, the positivity fills you up and then you want to share positivity and that's what you're sharing in your Instagram posts. Ah, good, thank you, good. Yeah. So uh, what would you say someone, you know, especially in those times of pandemic, what can they do to, you know, help with their emotional state? Um, I don't like to say mental state and, and you know, mental may have some negative connotation it's it's more like a label but like to improve the brain and and you know your emotions and controlling when you feel down or sad or when you know you, you don't have the emotions that uplift you sure yeah so so for me um I'm, I'm quite an open book i'm quite an honest person so the way i work on that kind of thing is i just like everyone around me usually knows how i feel um and i think if you've got the, uh, you know good people around you, they will care about that and mm -hmm. you can share your emotions with them. Um, you know, your family, uh, your partner or your friends. If you talk to people about things, then you're going to feel better because they can talk you through things or they can open up to you as well. Um, and if you open up to more people, especially men, you know, we're, we're way past the the era of like, I'm a strong man, I don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, although we're, some of us are still there, but like the more of us that talk about things and open up, um, the more that goes away and then people begin to feel better and everyone's just honest and you know where, where people are and how they're feeling. So especially mm -hmm. at the moment, um, there's a lot of people on their own, I guess, and if you open up to them, they'll open up to you and we'll all feel better. So I think that, mm -hmm. yeah. Support one another, basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and 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 communicate, um, and I, I will say some some individual may have a harder harder time to open because they feel that they are being judged. So maybe uh, journaling, right, and and taking those emotions out of your body and putting them on paper. So it's like kind of washing them away from you. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um, I mean, that's something something I've never I've never got myself involved in, but I know that people have huge benefits from that um, mm -hmm. they're just just getting things out there and uh, just just recording how they feel even, even if you're not going to show anyone just just for you to get it out there yeah I think mm -hmm. it definitely sounds like something that's beneficial I've just I've never got myself involved in it to be honest yet so anyone who has uh, emotions or things to share they should contact you and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and say, hey Adam, I know you don't know me, but I'd love to have a chat. <laughs> <laughs> we do this again, there'll be loads of us. <laughs> Very good. And do you stream uh, jiu-jitsu classes or do you just stream the yoga classes for now? Uh, at the moment, just, just the yoga for BJJ classes. Um, my, my instructor, he's he's got a few of the other instructors. Um, and they're just teaching Zoom classes for everyone, which is cool, like dummy Zoom classes. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm doing the yoga for BJJ classes too and some, some other, I guess, private things with yoga. Mm -hmm. mm. So how has the pandemic changed your view on, on teaching, right? Like um, what, what has been your biggest learning, would you say, or realization of, of something that maybe felt, you know, limited now is 
limitless because of, of technology. How, how has that experience been for you? Um, sorry, for, for learning or for, for teaching? Both. Oh, okay. I think uh, I've, I've used my time better. Uh, mm -hmm. Like I did a like an anatomy course, yeah, yoga anatomy course with Tiffany Cruikshank, and and it was good to take the time with that. Whereas before, I probably would have rushed through it. Um, it was nice to just get through it in my own time um, and pick it up. I mean, it's definitely something I want to go through again because there's so much to learn about the body. Um, mm -hmm. Just, I guess, taking more time. As as I said before. I'm, I rush around a lot. I've got a short attention span, so I, I can rush things. But it's been nice to um, take a little more time uh, for things like that. And, and online as well, you, you know how you learn best um, and where you learn best. You know, if, if sitting in the front room, you pick something up quicker, or uh, if you're learning something, you know that you can sit and, and do. Um, that's that you can do that. Or if you sit at the table, or go to a go to a coffee shop and sit sit on your own with the coffee. Just things like that that. Um, people probably wouldn't have used before because I feel like everyone has slowed down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah. And, and with jujitsu, uh, I've, I've not really got too involved in the, the dummy training, the dummy classes and things, but I know that for, for a lot of the new guys, it's been good for them to just drill techniques and go over mm -hmm. techniques mm -hmm. uh, over and over on some, something like a dummy. Whereas before they wouldn't have had the dummy, they would only have been getting those hours in training at training. So I think mm -hmm. that helped other people too. Mm -hmm. Very good. So let's uh, uh, jump into rapid fire questions. Those are our favorite questions of, of our followers. Uh, and we have just a couple of minutes left. Um, so very excited to go on, on to those. And you can just you know say in a shorter way the, the answer, or you can elaborate a little bit more, whatever you, you feel like, OK? Yeah. So do you have an entrance song? <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, Giant by uh, Rag and Bone Man. One of my uh, one of my good friends recommended it uh, when I first competed on a submission only show with music. Yeah, uh, tall. He said you should have Giant, so I did, and I kept <laughs> it. <laughs> and you kept it. Okay, yeah. very good. <laughs> Do you find uh, it's boosting your energy before competing? Yeah, definitely. If I hear if I hear it in the car, I'm I'm buzzing. <laughs> so yes. It's good. So self self hypnosis basically. Now it became an yeah. anchor. That's awesome. Uh, All yeah, right. I did some uh, mind coach stuff uh, with one of my friends a while ago, and uh, I've kind of used that song as well. Uh, which so it, it does have a good feeling when I listen to it. Nice. Very yeah. good. Uh, do you have a morning routine? And if yes, how does it look like? Um, so wait, I wake up obviously, like we <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then usually coffee. Get some breakfast, and uh, I'll, I'll usually grab my laptop, check uh, the message service we've got on Yoga for BJJ, and just get in some stretches and start to not not really like a flow or a practice, just start stretching. Because um, mm -hmm. I normally wake up and I'm I'm feeling a bit sore, so just get the rust off almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's very common actually for, uh, and and I think it's for everybody. When you sleep, your body tightens up. Right, so if anybody could have a, a little stretch in the morning, right, as a as a morning routine, what kind of stretches, what kind of yoga poses, like maybe three, four, five max, what what would be the top five, let's say, poses that you would suggest anybody a must do in the morning, for example? 
Uh, so for me, it would be pigeon. I love just getting into pigeon. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to yes. be super deep or anything, but my yes. hips are just, yeah, yeah. Uh, they need it. And then usually, yeah, something like, I guess, hero as well. Just, you know, get everything nice and like moving. Um, I'll grab my jujitsu belt as well and do some shoulder stretches and stuff. Uh, just literally belt up in the air and then back and, and just 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 get everything yeah shoulder rolls nice yeah um and then just just a combination of things i like to get to like almost like a 90 90 as well mm -hmm. and just blow from side to side just yeah in my hips Scissor legs yeah yeah okay yeah um and and things like forward folds as well just mm -hmm. get, get everything awake get everything moving yeah. Uh, yeah. And oh, I love um, Sphinx as well. Just sitting in Sphinx on the laptop, just mm. always feel <laughs> Yes, so lifting yeah. the chest up. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. What about you? Do, you? do you do many stretches in the morning? Um, yeah, I, I try to, um, and I also like to um, alternate. So when I on the days that I don't stretch, I use a, I have a little sequence on a foam roller. I find that going deep into you know some of the places where you can go on your own is very helpful. Good, yeah, get a bit of release there, yeah. yeah yes, good. so I have that long uh, roller and it's actually really hard. <laughs> so, yeah. so it's pretty much like a deep tissue, um, especially after training, I find it's a must. Like I, I really have to use the foam roller on days that, um, I'm, you know, I can alternate between between the stretches. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I, I love a foam roller. They uh, they're pretty pretty sore when you first start using them, but as you yes. Said, that really but e even after good. you know using them a long time, <laughs> they're still so I find. On unless you use a soft one, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the other thing is uh, the the balls, right? If you don't have a foam roller and use like a like a. Um, a like a the, the cross ball or yeah like yeah, a, yeah. A, a yoga therapeutic ball those are good too i don't know if you teach with, with those uh, no, no yeah no, I, I do and there's some some um techniques for stretching the neck with with a yoga ball which are really good and and again you know sometimes you can get to those places just by stretching or turning or circling the head but then if you use one or two balls and you can just turn and, and you don't have to go far, you can just go very soft. It really helps uh, stretch the neck because the neck is of course one of the muscles that gets really um, sore after jiu-jitsu, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I really like some of the uh, some of the releases you can get with the balls and things. Like uh, the, again, the anatomy course I did, uh, after each section, They'd they'd have like a release class where you just you just lay on uh, the balls in different areas just to just to kind of palpate things as well and, and feel where things are and then get on the balls so that that was really good um, felt, felt amazing afterwards so I'd, I'd definitely like to use them more very nice yeah um, if you could study a new subject <laughs> with an expert in the world what who will who would that be and and why so what would be the, the new subject and and who would be the the expert and and why so yeah so i think if i if i was to learn anything um with an expert it would have to be david attenborough just he's amazing um so just to go on as anything safari or looking you know looking at sea animals with him because the, i mean the way he delivers it all and, and the way he is i think it's amazing uh, so him, I, I love nature. I love the nice. scenes and things. And he, he is the guy to learn off of things like that. Yeah. He? So, 
just a holiday with David Attenborough. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. If you could change one thing about yourself, what would it be? Uh, the the little voice inside me that tells me I can't do it sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, just, not not completely switch it off, but just maybe ask it to keep it down a little bit sometimes. Be befriend, befriend the voice. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, very nice. And and I think that's one thing that yoga taught me is really to be able to quiet down that voice and instead of beating that voice down and say quiet down just say you know i know you're there <laughs> i know you're there i hear you but um i'm in control <laughs> it's not yeah, you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah very good um next question if you could have one billboard anywhere in the world what would you write on it and where would you place it okay uh so i get so it's a bit of a jo joke with me and my friends whenever i go out Yeah. I get people come up and approach me and ask me how tall I am. Okay. So I would have my height on a billboard above me, I think. <laughs> uh, just, just so I don't have to have the awkward conversation with some people because uh, it's funny sometimes people will come over and ask um, and not realize like that they've just like come over and be like, how tall are you? <laughs> so uh, I think that, yeah. How tall are you? Uh, I'm six foot nine. Sorry, so. how much? Uh, six foot nine. Oh, six foot nine. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I'll be looking at you. Yeah. So some. Um, so sometimes when we're out and about, people would just come over and ask. So I think if I could have a billboard, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Then you won't have to say it. And where yeah. would you put it? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Just just carry it around. Maybe a big billboard. Bring <laughs> <laughs> from the shoulders. <laughs> Very nice. Um, What are the three most important values in your life and how do they link to beauty and longevity? Okay, um, so family, uh, mm -hmm. experience and fun. So, okay. and all together, I guess, you know, you've got to experience everything, you've got to somehow enjoy it all as well. Um, and obviously with the people you want to enjoy it with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point, isn't it? Yeah, very good. <laughs> Um, and it's true when, you know, when you, when you are surrounded, like you said earlier with good people, um, ultimately, you know, it influences your, your body and your, your well-being. So very good. Yeah. Choose your, your surrounding wisely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you had any superpower, what would it be? Um, I always love, I love this question. So I would have mind control, I think. Mind control. Uh, yeah, because then you can you get a lot of superpowers with that. So, if uh, in a super superpower world you could uh, make people think, I guess you were stronger or invisible or, or anything like that. So I feel like there's a few superpowers within that because you uh -huh. can make people think things. So when you say mind power, is it that you will be able to read people's mind or control their mind? I guess control them, yeah, make them think something. So if it was ah. a superhero world, the bad guys, I could make them think I'm stronger than them and save everyone or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What would, you, what would your costume look like? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a gi, a jiu-jitsu gi. A jiu -jitsu gi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Uh, and then I guess you could then choke the bad guys out with your gi as well. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> 
<laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Adam, for being so generous with your time uh, today. I really appreciate it. We've tried to start this interview for a long time, so I'm I'm glad that uh, we uh, we made it happen for everybody who is here today and and will be. Um, listening to this um, in the future. Uh, I really enjoyed this time we spent together. Um, this will be put on my YouTube channel, Jiu-Jitsu Yoga, as I mentioned. Um, and please, you know, everyone share with your friends, pass the word yoga for BJJ. Um, this has been, you know, a tremendous um, improvement for a lot of people who use it, athletes, BJJ practitioner, male, female. Um, have you know praised the benefits and and how great your programs are so so that's uh, definitely you know so good to to hear from you from your experience ex experience and expertise um, and also for everyone if you have any suggestion on on future guests who you would like me to bring here any feedback on how to improve your experience let me know you can write me directly find me on Instagram at Jiu Yoga. And for anyone who would like to stay in touch or reach out to you, Adam, where can they find you? Um, yeah, so Instagram, yeah, as you said, um, Adam Ellis BJJ and uh, Facebook as well. Um, yeah, and I think I think Twitter, but I don't, I don't check it very often. So yeah, Instagram or Facebook. What's the Twitter handle? Uh, I think it's Adam Ellis BJJ as well. Okay, perfect. So if it is a tidy of me, I think it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have Twitter, so I don't know, but uh, definitely IG and, and Facebook, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I want to uh, acknowledge you, Adam, for stepping in and, and showing up as a as a leader, as a role model for, for the community, not just the Jiu-Jitsu, but yoga and, and you know, being such an inspiration of, of all your accomplishments. And as you said, being able to quiet down that voice and, and not say, I can't do it. Uh, or not, not follow that voice, I can do it, right? Just really shifting and, and staying true to your intention in and using the breath and, and keep, you know, learning and being such a great learning, learner and sharing from such a uh, deep passion. So really thank you for that. And um, if there's anything I can take away um, today's, I love your superpower. I think, you know, <laughs> being able to to um, have mind control is great. And I think, um, you know, people should use that and, and build on their own superpower because we have more powers than, than we truly know. And, and using the breath to get there is actually um, a game changer. Is yeah. there any last final closing words you'd like to share? Uh, just, just a massive thank you uh, to you and and your your listeners and followers. Uh, thank, thank you for having me on. Uh, thanks for being patient as well. I know, as you said, it's taken us a while to get this sorted. So, yeah. Um, and yeah, thank you to I guess everyone in in the community that's kind of given me a follow and uh, the kind words they give. Uh, even at the end of like, if someone's done one of my classes online, I get like really nice comments from people or emails or messages from from people saying they've enjoyed it or whatever that makes my day sometimes when I read them. So yeah, just, just thanks to everyone for the uh, positivity, especially this year, because it's been a mad one uh, for everyone. And uh, yeah, just, just thank you. Thanks for having me on. It's been really fun. Uh, I'd like to do it again. Good fun. Yes, definitely. And uh, you know, Merry Christmas to everyone in UK. Uh, I love the Christmas spirit already in your house. That's yeah, beautiful. <laughs>
<laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll share this this recording, and I can't wait to to have you more. And maybe welcome you in uh, one of the Jiu-Jitsu academies here uh, for some training in the New Year. Would love to have you. You know, definitely not the winter because I know you don't like it, but in the summer, uh, it's a great time in Canada. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, Canada looks beautiful. I'd love to uh, love to get some training in over there. So yeah. When, when I'm over there, I'll have to come and get involved, yeah. Definitely. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Thank everyone. You Merry Christmas have a great day. Well. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you.